Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan Bernison, and we have some wonderful friends that have been punished tonight by watching this really strange film. Some wonderful friends, and also Blake. <laughs> no, Blake, you're a wonderful friend, too. You're a wonderful yes. friend. Yeah, we just boys. hated this film more than we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, well, we have... I, I'm Aaron. I'm still figuring out my expertise this week. I'm sorry, dear listener. I think I'm... Uh, Pig carcass? No. Speed eating expert? Salt Speed pork. Eating? Salt pork expert? Maybe salt pork expert. I don't yeah. know. I just... I don't know. I'm No, I'm the number three. I'm the number three expert. There you go. There you yeah. go. No, expert on the number three. Because you, the Russians always come in first. I don't have an expertise. I refuse to have one. All right. Well, that's awesome. This is Blake. Oh, for two. Okay. And there's, and there's, well, no, I, I was telling you. That was my bit. <laughs> that's my plan. Like I don't have expertise for this. And this is Brian, your soup expert. Oh. Soup. <laughs> soup for the day. All right. I'm leaving. <laughs> It's soup for the You know, day. Brian, it's good that you introduced yourself last because you, you can upstage us so easily. <laughs> well, he picked nothing. You picked I I'm stumbled. Still thinking. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. What well, uh, so, was okay, Dan's so expertise? I don't have an expertise. Yeah, he's our host. Dan's I'm the host, host and producer. And <laughs> we're, we're, we're watching this. We watch, watching. We watched a film called Taxidermia that came out in 2009. This is a Hungarian film that's I, not rated because gonna, there's weird shit uh, in it. A lot gonna, of nudity and weird stuff. I'm going to stop you there, Dan. We didn't uh-huh. watch it so much as we experienced it. You have to experience this film. We you had don't. it wash over us kind of like soup. I soup. <laughs> I closed my eyes a lot. Okay, listeners. Okay. So I, in in typical uh, Dan fashion, I, I picked a weird movie. Now that Brian is back in town for a little bit, I was like, hey, let's watch this crazy thing I just got for us. And it was like, sure, why not? Because the previews tell you nothing, as a good preview should. And what you read is the synopsis of the film tell you nothing. Well, the preview is three generations of men. The first one's flawed in this way. The second one's flawed in this way. And the third one is weird. And like... Well, they're and all pretty weird. And, and the trailer is visually stunning. And yeah. I think we could all agree that... The movie in general is really the, stunning. The movie in general is really stunning. Yes. The cinematography is great. Top I kept notch. saying, wow, this is crazy framing. They do some really interesting shots. They do rolling shots where like, they have a tub that... They, you, I'll you, admit, you the rolling roll. tub to show the passage of time was good. And, Very good. And like you know, doing really, really high shots from like third person above. Right like video game like because that's where they got it from i mean i don't know other shots yeah i don't know other movies that have ever done that just for a single like couple of scenes and and practical effects were amazing the sound effects were amazing oh the sound design the lighting was really good yeah i I, I said to brian at one point this lighting i can't think of the word dingy yeah and it was like the 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 wedding singing the wedding scene felt like a like Uh, a it felt felt like it was if i was in there it'd be simultaneously too hot and cold at the same time. Yeah. Like, like, like stuffy. Uncomfortable, yeah, yeah, stuffy. Yeah. Like a cold stuffy somehow. All right. Yeah, so we sought out, I sought out some beers from that part <laughs> of Europe. Because Dan does because, all the work on this podcast. it is part of Europe. Uh, and I found a couple of interesting ones from Austria. I couldn't find anything from Hungary because they don't really export beers outside of Hungary. There's breweries there, but I found a couple that Well, well Dan, I apologize for this joke. It's not called Thirstery. It's not. It's Hungry wow. Nursery. Yeah. That's... No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> that. Right. Weird thirst- slow cello music while uh, horrible things happen on screen. The Thirstarians. Uh, Thirstarians. Like until the thirst is coming for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So we have I'm conflating a, it with the current meaning of thirsty, and it's really messing me up. Yeah, that's so, a very different movie. Well, yeah. not that different. Hold no, on. No. Anyway, sorry, Dan. Go so ahead. So I, I, I happen to be in the North Portland neighborhood on Mississippi and stopped by Bridgetown Beer House, and they had a Stiegel Radler when we got the Himberry or the raspberry version, mm. and the other is a Octarina, which is actually in Vienna, Austria. And it's the place that invented Vienna Lager. I mean, this is the place it's from. I'd say it's multi and authentic. It's It's been around since like 18-something, 1837. And Stiegel's been around but, for like 500 years. I was going to say, I've seen Stiegel a lot, but I th- I thought it was like um, grapefruit. grapefruit. There's it's grapefruit. Usually, I usually have grapefruit. So, so this version of the Stiegel Brewery that, that's making this style of beer mm-hmm. has only been around since the 60s. The Rodler thing... Is new. This is like two percent. It's mm-hmm. I, I have the details, which we'll talk about later on, on like the percentage of fruit juice to beer, and what the base beer is. And it's it's a super light drinking thing. It's a summer brew, and it's I'm looking forward to summer. talking about that because I've yeah. always been a little interested in that ratios. So but can you tell me about speed eating? It's no. horrible, and I hate it. Well, it's not horrible. I'm sure there is some competitive edge to it. It's just a very specific kind of sport. I just. It's gross. The, the, the visuals just really messed me up. I had my eyes shut for a lot of it. Because there's a point where they, when you're speed, I've only known speed eating in hot dog contests, where you have like how X number of hot dogs, X amount of time, boom, whoever got the most wins. But these guys had rounds, and the best way to get through rounds of eating is to Dude. make sure the stomach's empty again. To do that is to Vomit. bring it back up. And, and it's not, I hate, ugh, I don't well, like it. There it. was a lot of sound. There was a lot, a lot of sound. visual. There was a vomitorium. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that they that they used, but uh, Blake, what's a hot dog eating contests? How 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 different is that for you as compared to the soup and then the the aspect with meat? The way that, they uh, shot this, and I again, the cinematography is really good. Like I, I caught myself like chatting with Brian about some of the aspects. Like oh, okay, this is cool. Like go come on. <laughs> there's a lot uh, of allegory going there's, on. There's no alligators. Aaron lied to me. <laughs> hey, allegory. So, uh, uh, but it's different because this is shot to be just kind of a grim realist like gritty kind of look at this thing nathan's hot dog contest is like it's bright and Happy. loud and it's it's like it feels like a sitcom mm-hmm. compared to this yeah so so this film i think it's better understood at least in the write-up about it it is an allegory for post-war hungry and the film happens in three segments yes um all three segments everyone is reprehensible yeah. and no one is happy Correct. Essentially. And and the, the three parts pertain to early post-war Hungary, maybe uh, World War II Hungary when they were allied with the Germans. Right, right. Uh, the Soviet era, which is near post-war Hungary, and then modern Hungary after the Iron Curtain fell. Yes. Mm. Now, since I'm not a, a history of Hungarian, a student of Hungarian history, I don't know how to match the, the three different vignettes with yeah. what was going on. What was really going on, yeah. And that's and I think that's and, and that's where a lot of the film is lost. So yeah. we've really got to to talk about kind of the art of the film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, 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 again, and I, we can enjoy it for what its intent was. And and I kept saying, why would somebody film this? There's and, gotta and be And also a where else would you see these where, images? Where how am I watching this? Because it's pretty intense. I mean and, and gross. There's people that make visual horror, body horror and animal horror to make it. This was meant again to tell a story that reflects what was going on in you know it, how the person is interpreting their history or having lived it. 
And it's just like, this is insane. Why are we, this is, it was a weird film. This is not something that any normal person should see. You definitely need to be a film nerd and understand. Even that doesn't tear you all the way in my case. (laughs) It's it's challenging. And I think I'm glad we watched it as a Mm, weird, it's a one and done. It's a one and done. Yeah. I'm, I, I love you guys. I'm glad I watched it with you. I kind of wish I hadn't watched it. Yeah, it, <laughs> challenging. I, this would I, be Graham alone is, in a room by yourself. Oh, smoking yeah, a yeah. Si- smoking cigarettes, holding <laughs> a candle as you're peeking through a hole. Smoking cigarettes, <laughs> the smoke make that cool uh, lighting effect in noir. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the end reflected. It's like the so we're gonna plot spoil the hell out of it. All right, so. The person that they're following dies at the end every time, except for the second story. But the we kind of well, the thing is, they die at the end, but they leave someone to carry on. It's three generations of the same family. The last one did not sire uh, correct a kid, so it ends with him. He took himself as he taxi dreamed himself. He he does have a legacy though with uh, With the the art, those douchebag hipster art art nerds. Well, (laughs) well, don't you think that's the filmmaker's comment on himself? He's turning the grim reality of Hungary into an art form. Yes. Right. Maybe? They're, I don't they're, know anything about the director. They're sensationalizing <laughs> what happened. And they explained it. Like, dude's standing there explaining what he found, and this is what this, what it's about. I did love the book ending of, uh, during the credits, we hear a man speaking and the woman translating. And I was thinking, well, okay, this feels like it's per- on purpose, like making fun of artsy films. But then... It paid off at the end when he's speaking on the art, the uh, exhibit, and she's translating like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." I and like it's that. the same voice. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, voice. yeah. I feel that's like we cool. should take maybe two steps back for our listener who's probably very confused at this point, and say, you know, there's 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 three vignettes. The the first one, uh, well, I think we did explain this a little. No, bit. Not, yeah, no, we did not. We did not, explain, we did not explain enough. So the <laughs> first the first one is uh, heavily heavily influenced. There is um, a World number of soldiers yeah. right after or during World War Two. It does say something to, to, to final victory yeah so i think the war is still ongoing in i don't know for me i was kind of looking through this film and kind of checking off of like which of the seven deadly sins are we going to see now the first vignette i'd say you know there's there's lust there's anger um but there's also like other different stuff too um, a pigtail uh, well at the end of it uh, but there's, I'm sure, some level of abuse. But uh, it, right, and so there's a there's a, sure a lieutenant, is, an yeah. army lieutenant, and then there's a, a I assume an enlisted man. He didn't say and private. What do you call him? It was uh, an orderly. I that's think. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, and a kind of a dysfunctional relationship. And to be honest, I don't think we could ever really place if it was father son or if it was lieutenant and uh, you know, like uh, if there's so actually orderly. Blood relation. He called that. him orderly. I mean, that's how it was translated. On yeah, the yeah, yeah, right. So it wasn't. He was dressed like he was a, a junior, like an enlisted person. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if he actually was or wasn't. Yeah, but right. he, he did all the menial work, but he was also a pervert, right? And couldn't yeah. satiate his desires. It was also implied that he was maybe a little slow mentally. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. also had a cleft palate. Right. Constantly had yearnings which he could never fulfill. Which, which uh, could probably well describe Hungary in you know the 1950s. Uh, I mean, to my knowledge, I don't really know, but I, yeah. I do know you know there was you know in the 1300s, Hungary is a very powerful nation. And you know, had a strong history, right? And what, the, and then uh, you know, it became subordinate to Germany and uh, and Russia, and and and, and mm-hmm. eventually Russia. Yeah, right. 
I'm only half doing a bit. What does the rooster represent? A I cock. A cock. <laughs> yeah. So so don't stick it out where the where the roosters are because it's going to get smacked. So and get pecked. Yeah. So yeah, that, he meets that untimely end, and then the rooster. No. I mean, probably eventually. <laughs> yeah. Should they? I'm sure they eat chicken at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then we we follow his son who becomes the the competitive speed eater. Yeah. But, and, but is, I, is I that redundant? Think, competitive, but, but always eater? subordinate to the Soviet speed eater. Yeah, correct. Right. To, they, were, they really hammer that. Well, in it's, the, not, uh, it's not really scene. speed eating; it's more competitive. It's competitive eating. eating but how they, much can you eat? So their time. So an allegory: how much of this Russian bullshit can you stuff down your gullet? Perhaps? Yeah, but, but I, I yeah. Lo, lo, when the second generation is uh, conceived, you know the paternal uh, figure was, was thinking about like other different potential partners in that sex act and then also thinking about a pig and it right, influenced right. it influenced the kid uh, yeah. the kid came out part pig because his dad was thinking about a pig during the act correct and, and, and I mean I, there is something I, I'm sure there's more in that I wish I knew more about kind of like Hungarian or even like you know it's, it's Slavic cut to a week or two from now when Aaron just kind of casually drops do you guys know in a post-war Hungary and just like have done <laughs> research just out of curiosity yeah let me tell you about all the folklore involving pigs in Hungary yeah okay yeah. <laughs> see folklore I'm on board with folk- folklore I love I, that I, stuff I imagine that is there's a big part of that in there yeah, yeah right? that yeah. it's inside knowledge as cultural based just but, what they're showing on the screen and you just have to assume that it's there in our own culture that we do associate pigs with gluttony yeah. you know like, and, yeah. and and that becomes part of the second generation. Where where's that? Where's that feeding to eater. them? Horking down uh, red red caviar. Yeah, red that's, caviar. That's gotta be something, with right? Of bacon. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, that was pretty. Well, black strange. black caviar is is Russian. That's Russian sturgeon. Yeah, and it's oh, a big Russian export. The Caspian Sea, mm-hmm. right? So the red caviar may be a cheap imitation. That they're forced ah. to eat and the, continually. The, the guy did kind of uh, as like entertainment pit, for the yeah. He did kind of Hungarian pitch answer to black he, caviar. He invited them yeah. on the boat. He goes, "Well, we kind of told them you're going to, you know, do a demonstration, which oh, is speed eating, which was just like uh, inviting some. It'd be like inviting Billy Joel over. And this is some stand-up little bit. Inviting Billy Joel over and going, "Oh, hey, Billy Joel, how's it? Oh, well, what's this piano doing here? I mean, you wouldn't want to play a little bit, would you? Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> Here, here's a guitar. Play something for us. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That happens a lot more frequently than mm. pianos. Well, I mean, it's tough to get pianos moving around. They're always dropping and killing tunes. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but the first but yeah. generation had its, you know, its problems and issues, and it yeah, that definitely yeah. influenced the second generation. Oh, of course. Who, uh, you know, had this like kind of grotesque fixation on one thing, you know, that was meant to to bring kind of honor or glory in a way that they they could succeed in this mm-hmm. you know, competitive international sport for speed eating. They were trying to get to Sochi, right? Right. You know, it's like what? And know. and it was really funny because they were talking about like the International Olympic Committee recognizing speed eating as a real sport. Yeah, I and it was, was probably like, like in the sixties or seventies or something. Right, I know. Mm-hmm. But and then to see then the second uh, generation, the third generation grows up almost nothing like him, like no, the not th- at all. opposite in almost every regard of being kind of temperate with food. With the other one, I'm, I'm not. sure it's a, a, a uh, I'm Met- not metaphor. No, no, like a feeling, of, like his his anger towards his parents. Mm. Like I'm, I can't remember so the right rebellion term. Rebellion or a Rebel- yeah, rebellion. Uh, unique God. identity, like the, setting on disavowal your own. of. What the, these are before. so close, but you're basically nailed. Yeah. yeah, him saying like I don't want this, and it's that. You saw his dad, right. you know, yelling at him like you why you should be eating a oh you should be eating do you follow my footsteps like I don't yeah. want to all right right <laughs> yeah. Friday Night Lights I don't want your laugh. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's kind of scary. I mean, it, there's the it, there's no quote unquote special effects or some practical stuff. There's yeah, some really yeah. interesting film. I said multiple times, wow, there's some like really interesting zooms that they do, mm-hmm. and, to, and also some rack focuses yeah. that are very well done. Remind me what a rack focus is. That, that's where something in the foreground is sharp focus yeah and the background is fuzzy and then you pull pull the focus and suddenly the background's very focused and the foreground is fuzzy oh i love it movies yeah Yeah, they knew what they were doing when they were doing this filmmaking oh yeah i'm not i'm not doubting that like i'm definitely not commenting on the quality it's a well-made film. I just, done. It's just the I just topics. Like it. The topics yeah. and and some of the. Uh. So if you at all are squeamish about blood or surgery, surgery, vomiting, vomiting. Yeah, um, he um, HEPA something. There's there's a, a name hemo, for it. Yeah. hemophobia. You don't want to watch that, that this be, film. Is that blood? There's, I think it's blood. There, there's, there's one. There's one for vomiting. Oh, where, I don't like, know there's a. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't remember. It's there a, is one. This this film is there, there are yeah. some extreme close-ups on sexual organs mm-hmm. that are not sexy. No, right, and and it, there's it's not eroticized at all. Well, no. There's also a. Clo- I've never seen bird poop out of like a bird cloaca on film before, and yeah. this was my yeah, this is my first you, one it, for that. It went right at you. You're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> if Aaron picked the wrong time to put on the 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Again, we ran. I randomly picked this film because it looked interesting, and I saw uh, the previews, and I was like, "All right, we have to watch this because it just looks well, stunning." I'm glad I saw it. I, I'm glad I, I saw too. it. I mean, I it's know. it's weird. It's grotesque. It's grotesque. And and there is some body horror about ten minutes before the end that is yeah. almost unwatchable. Uh, right. You right. know that I it's shut fake. My eyes. You know it's fake. It's not a real person cutting themselves, but the, he literally just like. He taxidermies himself, yeah. and it's really it's extreme close up because yeah, you get to it, see organs in him cutting the organs. Himself. Yeah, I mean like, he what? he is butchering some some piece of meat. It's yeah. it's a practical right. effect. It's it's yeah. not latex. It's not made up. And Which saying it like that kind of takes it back to the beginning when they butcher that pig. Exactly right. And cats will eat you. Oh yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> don't don't fuck with the cats. I didn't the know cats that. will yeah, eat I'm you. Yeah, cats, cats, cats are. Cats are survivalist if, if someone dies in a house and there's cats cats will eat them i was already yes. a dog person and now i've got more reasons okay i mean good for the cat for you know no, surviving if, if yeah. the cat that's <laughs> terrible but but the fact that they that they were the three cats and he took the cats and he stuffed so, them into where the cats went into okay. the belly dear listener like, oh my god this was the competitive eater who had a falling out with his son and, and he had wife, three cats and his wife left him yeah. he had three pet cats that he was uh, quote unquote training to be competitive eating cats and they were monstrously huge and uh th- that becomes part of that character's demise so yeah it's context uh, for and then his son the taxidermist taxidermist taxidermies his him. dead father mm-hmm. and then himself yes. and then himself but After. the cats also he taxidermies the cats eating yes. his dad in, yes. inside the dad inside yeah and then he taxidermied the movie yeah so the there's movie, layers. The it's name like of the movie is taxidermy. It's like an allegory. Yeah, no, it's it's wow, taxidermy. Yeah. So <laughs> I the, finally get it. The the whole thing is is expressing how visually it's one thing, but the inside's hollow. I'm like their country, like their I their, like that. their culture, their civilization. It's always been controlled over the last hundred oh, years, I, and it's empty on the inside. I thought they don't have self, their own identity. I thought it was self defeating. I thought it was all hungry. It was it was being self defeating because it could be more democratic it could be greater it could be wealthier but but it it ends up defeating itself in the way that every character in this movie gets in their own damn way correct 
because of their own whatever predilection they've got. Whatever weird fetish they have. However yeah. they have to get off in whatever way they can get off, including a pig. But, you know, Gross. We digress. Yeah, that's in here too. Yeah. Sorry. Like I said, we're, I'm the expert on holding candles in ways you shouldn't. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and he's like, I know how to burn off fur because I yeah. burned it off myself. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'd say like seven out of ten. It's a good movie, but it's oh, no. super intense. There's nobody uh, I can recommend this. I'm still. not going to recommend it yeah, to anybody. It, it is not entertaining. Uh, no. A film nerd <laughs> might find it interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I saw it. I could, but I've I could, watched other things. I could yeah. feasibly see this as like the last film of a very specific class at a very prestigious film school for the themes and the integration of history and how that all works out. And, and not doing a yeah. bit like the allegory of like Hungarian history. There's but no man, crocodiles in like, here. Not for beautiful, bump it. <laughs> but there's no like this isn't. You don't watch this for fun. It's a difficult no, movie. No. And not at least Mad kids. God, I I could appreciate the the like, effort. And again, the artistry, like it's a well shot film. Oh, it's it's the sound design's beautiful. The, they did so, music just right. It wasn't overly like all over the place. The acting was fine. I thought and, it was good, but so, like, and we watched a hard subbed version. So there was small amounts of English at the beginning and the end, but it's all in Hungarian or russian or yeah, yeah, yeah. various yeah. other slavic dialogues or dialects and so uh, what we got was hard subbed so i tried turning on the subtitles and i was like oh those are way off and it's already subbed yeah. so I shut those off so yeah, yeah. when you go out and look for it if you do seek this out and there are places you can probably get it or stream it from you've been warned but so it's probably going to be already hard subbed because this is you know it's it's hardcore. Hungarian is a really hard language. I've been it, to Hungary and, once. I've been to right. Budapest, and it's impossible to understand people because the language historically is is made up of what Swedish or Norwegian and oh, I don't think Russian, so. and there's there's a weird it, group it, of people it, who came down and influenced the language back in like the the eight hundreds. Might be like Lap, Lapland, like northern yeah. Scandinavia. But uh, Blake a moment ago mentioned Mad God, which is a film that we we watched maybe a year ago. And uh, I remember, like, I, the way I describe Mad God is it is a poop tone poem. Yes. Um, because things it, just come out <laughs> of other people. Right. But, and, it's, but it's made up. It's it's stop action. But the, the, the question I've got, I, like, what other movies would you categorize this with? None. This is this is a standalone because it's historical drama. It's there's no the special effects are very very specific. It's all practical. Uh-huh. The 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 commentary that it makes based on the subject matter and how the subject matter is used is on point. I mean, it's it does what it needs to do. It's just offensive as hell. But the, surely there's another movie out there where it yes. chronicles three generations of a family and each generation is somehow worse than the one preceded it. That's called. But- uh, the one with the horse head in the bed. Oh, God. Oh, Godfather. Godfather. Godfather is I thought you were going to say like North and South or no. something. No. So, <laughs> three generations. So a Godfather film that one, it two, reminds me of is called The Sweet Movie. Um, oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Mid-80s. Uh-huh. Visually stunning. Uh-huh. There is a 45-minute scene of people eating, puking, chopping off each other's appendages, and that's like chapter three and a half of this film. (laughs) (laughs) And there are also... We're laughing because that happens in this film. I'm like, there's just like... There there are also (laughs) other objectionable scenes, but there are beautiful images. Uh I would actually see that film again, but it also has some very hard to watch scenes. The sweet sweet, sweet, movie. The sweet movie. 
It's an Australian-U.S. co-production. Oh. Hmm. All right. You heard it here I, first. I thought you it was what? Hungarian, but I just looked it up. It, <laughs> the only movie that really matches us in tone and weight and visuals is the incomprehensible Spice World. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and with that, let's take the beers. <laughs> yes. So, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I happen to be by Bridgetown Beer House. Thank you guys for having awesome beer selections. I was I knew that they have a little foreign selection of imports, and I was like, hey, let's check it out. And we had Stiegel Radler and Ochtringer Vienna Lager. And so both of these are from Austria, which is next to Hungary. Hungary. I say that. It's Hungary. <laughs> no, it's Hungary, as Me we would so say. so Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Stiegel Radler, you can find actually distributed all across the U.S. It's available everywhere they have different flavors of it and the whole idea with a rattler is that it's mainly juice and not as much beer a typical 60 40 so 60 percent soda or fruit uh-huh. juice usually a soda so it keeps its carbonation a little bit and then they usually use a really light beer be it an ale or a lager that's just like a, a golden ale or something this is a golden ale do they use a lighter tell. beer to keep from overpowering the fruit? Yeah. The okay. idea is to have the fruit juice there, but you want a little alcohol with it because, as you know, Europe, back in the day, the only safe water to drink was alcohol. Right. Mm-hmm. You, couldn't, you couldn't go drink off the tap because they didn't, a, you didn't have taps. Yeah. They, it was all well water, and it was really bad. Germ it would theory. kill you. Yeah. This, this is kind of along those lines of, hey, let's mix this really light beer with this juice and see what happens. And everybody really, really liked it. Now, I know that the, the term Radler has been around a long time and, and mixing of beers has been around a long time. That's not a new thing. But producing it and distributing it at the level that they are in the consistency of the flavors and just this beer, you can buy warm or cold. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because it's more juice than beer. It's not going to go bad. Uh, you can drink it warm. You don't have to cool it. But I didn't you know, like it, it as was, much warm, per- personally. Well, it's but also sweeter because yeah, the juice it's a little is too sweet for out. me. The, the beer will flat, will go flat. It'll lose all of its carbonation, and yeah. then you'll just have juice. Yeah, right. And that's what happened. I will say, like I remember the first Stiegel I had. I was in Southeast Asia, and like on a real hot day. Oh on yeah, a, on a really sweaty, on a really uh, humid day. This is going to hit the spot. I mean, oh, it, oh, I agree. For hot weather. But the other thing I'm thinking of is like fruit can be really difficult to work with because of the natural variation in yes. like sugars and the natural variation of flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, a raspberry isn't a raspberry isn't a raspberry. And those ingredients can be a lot more fussy. So I'm going to tell you a <laughs> That's secret. a great description, fussy. They're, or they're mixing two finished products. Mm. So they're taking fruit soda or juice that's already been produced and is already pa- packaged in to be consistent in flavor uh-huh. from a big distributor somewhere and taking their beer and going, oop, let's pour them in the same container and then mix it up a little bit and then carbonate it and hmm. off we go. I feel like it's the Wizard of Oz and I've seen the man behind the curtain here. Correct. The Stiegel um, Brewery was founded in 1492. What else happened in 1492? Did Columbus sail the seas of blue? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and also the Reconquista. Yes. The uh, Moors were, were kicked out of Spain. Yes. Same oh, year. Yeah. Boy, it's the more Inquisition. Like less. Nobody so, expects the Inquisition. So, so he actually just Googled <laughs> the Stiegel, just Google Stiegel, S-T-I-E-G-L. Just Google they, their website, if you go to the English version of it, has a lot of history available. 
That's pretty cool. It was really, I, like I, that. I was like impressed. I was like, wow, this is a really well done informational site. Mm-hmm. It doesn't focus on the beers. It focuses on the brewery and that it's a private brewery and they're, you know, representing themselves and, and they've been around a really long time. That's pretty cool. So they're marketing the story. Correct. Like more than the product. Yep. So the second one we had, and and thumbs up to the Steagle. I don't know if it went with the film. I mean, we're just, I would say I would argue it something. did not. I would. I, yeah. you, I could not drink anything that would go with this. <laughs> there was too much vomit. I, bleach. Nothing, nothing. I, I I like this one better. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it was way too light for this film. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's the only two I can find from that. No, no. I mean, Europe, I, I commend so. the effort. Yeah. It's a I think different enough from the the second one that we'll have a nice little you know comparison. Competition. Yeah. Competition. So Octoringer Vienna Lager. So the brewery Octoringer Brewery. Uh, this this is a hundred year old recipe. So it's not super super old as far as where Vienna Lager comes from. The the recipe the style of Vienna Lager has been around a lot longer than a hundred years. But this specific beer in production and distribution is one of the first ones and original ones that was distributed out of Vienna. So, I mean, it is the breweries in Vienna. It's been around quite a while. Interesting. Actually, since well, the, well, the can says uh, 1837. 1837. So not as old as as Stiegel, but, you know, still really nice. And it's got some is, miles on it. It does. So this is like a, a kind of like the hops on it are there. They should be there. It shouldn't just be a caramel malt bomb. It shouldn't just be sweet. It should have something to stand up to it. And it does. It's got like a grassy, almost like a limestone kind of like really earthy. I've never heard you reference limestone when tasting beer before. Well, okay. So if you lick a wet limestone, it's I mean, going to have a I mean, that's Which I do all the time. That's my Thursday night. That's I did, what I'm I, doing. Four, four times before coming over here. Like, yeah. No like what, what, if you're not licking limestone, who even are you? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it does, I mean, the grassy hop is really nice. And it has a bready mid. I mean, it's it's not a light beer. It's a mid to chewy. Um, there's some lighter caramel that you get on it from the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it does. It's got nice carbonation, and it's not oversweet. And from that's what I really like. From what I remember, the first Vienna lager I ever drank was Devil's Backbone back in yep. Virginia. Yep, yep, yep. And it was okay. Yeah, It got it kind of dropped once Bush, Anheuser-Busch bought them. But it was okay. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This tastes all right. And I would say, from what I remember of that beer, this one knocks out of the water. Yeah, this, like, yeah, this, this, this is, is very good. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm glad that I was able to find this mm-hmm. at, again, Bridge, Bridge, you know, I'm not I'm not promoting them, but I, I am. You to go, go to your go local... Shop the, go shop the local shop. Local. Go shop local people. Right. Um, we love them. We support them. And I'm happy that they have a rotating good beer selection. I, I think this beer stood up well to the second part of the movie, which I think had a lot more grotesque and weird stuff to look at and body horror stuff and just gruesomeness on the, on the screen. It, it certainly matched that. the visual tone. It, and like it the was music. a heavier beer compared yeah. to the Rattler. Agreed, yeah, yeah. For sure. agreed, agreed. And it definitely went better with what was going on Ag- on yeah. screen. This, I could see, Aaron mentioned Drick the Rattler on like a hot day, makes it really refreshing. I could see this either in the spring or fall, after maybe a little, uh, a nice little fall hike and you get back and put a fire on. Oh, yeah. I, I want this multi goodness all year round. Oh, yeah, of would, course. I would, I would, if I had to pick yeah. a season, I'd pick fall. I mean, but, it yeah, it's like, year round. So I can tell you, listeners, all five of you, that you're never hey, going to me. You're <laughs> never going to see this film anywhere. This is this is an art house film. You're you, not going to see it. it out. You have to search it out. And if why you, would you? Because that's, that's their perversion. That's <laughs> the question is: is so visually stunning, really well done, 
but why? Why would you film that? I kept asking that. They had, they had a times. vision. Most directors or writers create because they have something they want to get at. Anytime I write a D&D one shot, it's because I want to see that out in the world and people to interact with it. Well, maybe you live so in a country weird. that is becoming you know, more and more autocratic and authoritarian, yeah. and you want a way to criticize your political class without directly criticizing your political class. That's, that's reasonable. Like, I like th- that. You might make a film like this to, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the Hungarian prime minister, but maybe you want to <laughs> criticize somebody like him. and uh, Somebody know. who might happen to share some qualities. I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's his, his, like somebody whose name rhymes with Borban. And what, what's, uh, a, what's a coincidence <laughs> in Hung- Hungarian? <laughs> right, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. This was made like a long time ago. This well, is made, oh, he said 2009. Oh, 2009 is a long time ago, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about Hungarian politics in 2009. Yeah, that I, was, I don't know anything about 2009. Post-Soviet, it's post-Soviet era, yep. but it's... That's a long time ago. There's a lot has changed. So you have to remember what, what little bit I remember from being there and being in Budapest. Budapest? Budapest? Is there a correct way to say it? I don't know. I said it with the sh- I, I said it with the sh- once and then I got like, yelled at. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to like channel my inner, you know Hipster? No. <laughs> the, 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 the the Marvel the Marvel movie scenes where it's like you have the dude that shoots arrows and the Hawkeye? Black Widow, Hawkeye and Black Widow. They, you remember that thing in Budapest? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they I always think... said T at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said they remember it very different like they were fighting aliens. Correct. So <laughs> the country at the time when the Russia, Russians pulled out, there was no – there was a big vacuum – and the mob and really rich people and people who don't necessarily want running your country moved in. And that was the reality. I mean, and it's oh, still yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. that way today. I mean, you have somebody who's sort of an autocratic person in charge because there's nothing there to fill it. And if you've always been a subservient people and it's gone for generations, you don't know any different. It's, and yeah, that's, that's, why, that's, like, that's just what the, Russia, way of, that's what the way of life is. People in Russia was like, all right, yeah, he's our leader. I don't care. And it's like, doesn't change yeah, how potatoes taste. Exactly. Right. And that's why it's like, it's, it, we can sit here and say, oh, it's a bad thing. And it's, you know, this is a nice criticism. It's an allegory for how they feel and how they're treated and visually yeah. stunning and offensive. And because maybe they feel themselves as being, we've, what has been happening to us is offensive. I mean, to simply represent the waste when they were under Russian rule. There was a lot of famine. There was not a lot going on there. It was like you're being squished by this other country, and they want to promote overeating. 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 Yeah. And it's just like... Gluttonous eating. Because it's part of their competition, and it makes them feel good because they always win. That makes us number one. Like, they had nothing else to prove other than we're number one by some stupid, crazy way. And maybe that's really what happened there. I don't. We don't know. We weren't there. We, I haven't that, read the history of it. But that it it makes sense to me that that's why it's visually represented in such a grotesque way. Dan, you reference uh, mentioning offensive and how it tells a, a story, makes the message go forward. It just clicked my mind. Requiem for a Dream. I would never watch that movie again. I'm glad I watched it once. It's a phenomenal tale about why you should not be doing drugs. Yeah. It is just it destroys everybody, no matter who you are, and it's yeah. hmm. a, it's a visually sound. Like sound, the sounds great, visuals great, the acting's great. I want to see Danny Boyle directed. I'll have to look it up. But it, in the same same vein, like you, it's full of images. I'm like, that's upsetting. I don't ever want to have to go through that. Yeah. What, what about like Train Spotting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him trying to go through, trying to shake the heroin. Jesus, that's Danny Boyle. Yeah, that's definitely Danny Boyle. So, so I think, 
if if you want to visually be challenged by an interesting story, go for it. But this, I'm not. I, I think all of us are like, don't don't <clears throat> seek this out. This is a really super challenging film. I'm glad you guys were willing to watch something well, crazy I, because I'm, I was like, hey, full disclosure, I wasn't uh, willing. <laughs> well, I mean, you, in the end, I, in the, I, I went peer, along because I love these guys. Peer pressured into it. To, I don't know. I, I think yeah. maybe I'm a little more upbeat or positive, or maybe I've got more tolerance for the grotesque because I, I think like I'm glad I saw it. It certainly exposed me to to ideas and visuals that I never would have seen otherwise. It's given me some food for thought, yeah, uh, and and it's given me a bit of curiosity about what the Hungarian experience has been since you know nineteen, you know forty eight, yeah, uh, and and these are all things that this that this movie has prompted me that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So I, I feel like I watched it and like it was definitely challenging in in a few different spots in a few different ways, but I'm glad that I watched it, it, it earlier. Uh, I don't remember Brian. If it was you or Blake with you, saying like I don't know who to recommend this movie to, and I and I kind of share that sentiment. I don't know who I could like, you know, be like, "Hey, Mike, you know what movie you need to see? <laughs> <laughs> let's mess with him. Mike let's might go, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, might yeah, give yeah, it a yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, you know, it's like uh, I, I'm I'm glad that I saw it with you guys here tonight. I don't know what other settings. Like I wouldn't want to watch yeah. this with my parents. Okay, so <laughs> this is not a theater. So, movie. so I keep no. thinking, and in, in on that same note, it's like at the beginning, the first scene, the first set was they have fire. This pig, and they they kill the pig, and then they butcher it. Oh, and I you it see the fire, the fire, but you then see the what happens to the pig and how he gets dismantled, and then the end. He dismantles himself in the same way that they did the pig. So is that then again a representation? We feel like we're just the pigs to the slaughter because we have nothing left to give or we're empty on the inside. We can give nothing or everything's been taken from us. I think I'm trying to read into it and give it some sort of gravitas that it may or may not have. But it's it's really obvious. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's there in front of you. It's basic storytelling. You know, we're we're reflecting the same thing Uh, visually through different means. One was because we had to eat and the other is because that's – the reality. But but I also think though if we had like the two paragraphs of context and information that the Sundance audience would have got when this was shown uh, at yeah, Sundance, yeah, yeah. we probably would have came out of this saying like 9.8, fantastic yeah. movie, great you know visual masterpiece and it's difficult Moving, to, right emotional. Right. Perfect movie. But we you know we didn't. Right. We, 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 can, we, we don't have quite the context we probably need right. to read this film right. properly. Yeah. And yeah. so I I think that there's something there. I'm curious about what it is. Um, but again, it's like, yeah, it's hard to recommend. You know, there's so much pork that's cut up in this movie. <sighs> because I like Lots. to focus on the positive over the negative, uh, and I don't love speaking ill on things, I'm instead going to recommend the beer, uh, the Seagull. I prefer the grapefruit, but the Seagull, uh, what was it, raspberry? Him, himberry. Or uh, raspberry. Himberry, uh, very good. Um, if you want to jazz it up, maybe a shot of vodka in there. Because yeah, it's only 2% to start. It's, yeah, it's a really low. It's, but it's, I really enjoyed the auto. Uh, 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 Ota Kringer. Ota Kringer. Kringer. I, I really enjoy it. I like a lager. I usually like a Vienna lager. This is really tasty. Yeah. I'd highly recommend that with most any movie. Yeah, really clean. So any any final thoughts there, Brian? You're just shaking your head a lot. Uh, well, <laughs> it's nodding, you meant. I, I, like, I, I just said what I had to say about the film. And, and, I, and yes, I agree with Blake. I like both beers. Mm-hmm. Um, one went much better with this film. Yeah, yeah. But who's going to watch this film again? So, <laughs> so right. I'd be willing to try both of them with a different film. With a different movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, I I don't have any other thoughts other than this is super challenging if you really and again, it's a good film. Visually the lighting was really well done. The 
audio, the sound design was really well, really well done it's because you heard the throw up, you heard the puking uh, nonstop for fifteen minutes. You just you heard it and you saw it. It's so uh, hard to it was like, beer, how did they, you almost how did felt they it. do that? You I, almost felt it. You're I didn't like, see how it. Did they do I shut that? my eyes for that whole scene. How did they do? That? Were they really doing that? Did that really I happen? Know. I don't know. I don't want to know. So, Mister, huh. you've how many you've times did you shut your eyes, Blake? At least four or five. At least four or five. Okay. Yeah. I only had to slightly glance away towards the end. That should be a Trick. That yeah. should be like yeah. a, the, the break, the, the, close eye, the, the, the quantity. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. How often did it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Self taxidermy was awful. The, yeah. Oh, I looked was... at my phone and the guys were teasing me like, Blake, you're not watching. Like, I'm not going to. I'm going to check my yeah. Twitter while it's still around. Because if you if you've seen, so there's that the the human body thing that's traveling around. That's oh, the body's like a, exhibit. The body's that was fascinating. Where it's like they plasticized. Yeah, it's gross. It knows, but cool. It's gross. And this is what that is. That's what I've... Yeah. It's like that, you're yeah. showing the human... You're showing the insides of a, of a creature that has no blood going through it because right. it's been replaced if you liked the body exhibits then you, you could you, you're, you're probably this. the right audience for this movie <laughs> all right. yeah all right well i i would say if you don't hydrate you're going to dehydrate but you didn't do your long spiel of the no i'm going to and, no I'm, I'm i'm giving you the up you're doing it you're doing it out of order man it's weird order. all right well how hungarian of you <laughs> the, uh, no, the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the uh <laughs> hosts and the guest hosts and i can't do it justice <laughs> I can't. I, it's been too long, and I've forgotten. It's all good. That was a good start, Aaron. I liked it. Well, I tried. Yes. The opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts and the co-hosts and everyone else, and not reflective on anyone because we're not getting paid to do this. We're just hanging out, having fun, talking into a microphone, laughing at each other, and pointing. Lots of pointing. Hey, that's rude. And head nodding. Thank <laughs> and you. head nodding. And nodding and <laughs> yeah, nodding. you so, don't get all the head. The nods perfect for a vocal medium. All right, so. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna thumbs down. Don't watch this, people. I. I appreciate my friends giving me the liberty to pick something crazy, but I. I don't regret watching it. But I'm not gonna recommend it. This is a challenging yeah. visual experience. Seven out of ten. All right. A seven out of ten. And dear listener, be careful with candles and matches. And yeah. Well, you know. And soup. And soup. <laughs> I hated this movie. <laughs> Lots of soup. Also, the word I was trying to remember earlier was resentment. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so right. Dan, paste that in earlier. <laughs> Do extra work. Please and thank you. Everyone right. needs an editor. Yes. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and hanging out for this. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. In the damn podcast. I already said be careful with matches and fire. Be, be careful the with the Okay, I'm going to hit, hit the stop button. Let me stop. over there. Now be careful with soup. Be now careful put with sounds me knocking stuff over. Uh, be careful with eating contests. Be careful with Russians. Be careful with guns. Uh, be careful oh my God, with my taxidermist pigs. Be careful with pigs. Uh, be careful with little alien. Uh, what was that? It was like a, 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 a key ring? Like, yeah. what the hell was that? Be careful with alien baby. Be careful with cocks. I want to watch Kenny. Yes. Get, get a, well, be careful of roosters that are outside of yeah, the yeah. door. You're be careful of roosters. Things in. And be careful of your junk. Yes. Yeah. Watch your yeah. junk. All right. Thanks for listening. We're out. We're out.